This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Today's show is presented by DaVinci Smart Drink. Order yours now at lineupmedia.fm forward slash DaVinci. DaVinci, excite better thinking. Need a mental boost? DaVinci Smart Drinks were designed with professional thinkers in mind. With key ingredients shown to improve cognitive function and increase mental energy, DaVinci Smart Drinks excite better thinking. Drink a Da Vinci. Let it go to your head. Youth Baseball Talk. Only on lineupmedia.fm. Now your host, Jim Cromer. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Youth Baseball Talk. Brought to you by the Rope Trainer. As John Smoltz says, everyone should have one from big leaguers to little leaguers. And again, if John Smoltz is talking about it, I'm going to listen. I want to mention briefly uh, that this episode means a lot to me because as anybody has listened to the show and followed me, I've said from the beginning that I think part of the issue is that coaches, God bless us all, we we give our time. Uh, It is volunteer for the most part, especially at the youth level. Uh, and sometimes we think that's a good enough. And God, again, I say all the time, God bless. But if we are going to take this serious and we are going to be basically in charge of molding young men or ladies, depending on the situation, uh, it's more than baseball. So there's the life lesson stuff. But baseball, to, to a lot of people, is very important. So we have to make sure that we're coaching it correctly. Uh, things change. Uh, <laughs> what we believe today may be wrong tomorrow and so on and so on. Uh, and again, there's nothing wrong with looking at it from a volunteer standpoint, but we just got to be good. We got to be better. How about that? That's the better word. We got to be better. Coaches clinics are always near and dear to my heart. Uh, our good friend Earl Perrin over at the Rope Trainer uh, is involved so heavily in these things because he believes in his product. Uh, the Mohegan Sun World Baseball Coaches Convention is going on this weekend, and once again, thanks to the Rope Trainer, they're bringing in the likes of John Smoltz and Chris Verna to talk about the rope trainer, its, its use, how it can help, and what it can do. What I find interesting about this is these coaches clinics that go on all over the world, okay, are heavily attended by some of the greatest coaches in the world. I mean, people that you or I would be lucky for our son or daughter to play for. I've had the opportunity to be at some of them. And when you go, If you get an opportunity to do it, what you're going to find is these great coaches are so intently listening to these people, taking notes, writing things down, asking questions, engaging in conversation. And these are some of the best at what they do. They're always getting better, which is all I've ever asked any of you to do, whether it be from a coaching standpoint, a parent standpoint, a player standpoint. Just open up your ears, open up your mind, and listen. I'm not telling you you're going to agree with everything you ever hear, but you're never, ever going to learn if you close your mind. I love coaches' clinics. I think they're great. I find them so interesting. I've never been to one where I haven't learned something. I also have never been to one where I haven't sat there and listened to somebody and thought, man, that just, I don't get that, or I don't agree with that, or I don't, I don't, you're naturally going to do that, right? Because that's how life works. But take, for example, this, this, this great clinic they have in in Mohegan, okay? They have some of the greatest baseball people speaking at this thing. John Smoltz. I mean, obviously, I I got the opportunity to meet him last year at the ABCA, which the rope trainer will be at the ABCA again. I'm going to get you guys their their booth number. So if you are fortunate enough to go to ABCA this year, it's out in Anaheim. You have to stop by and meet the guys and check it out. It's great stuff. But I look at this clinic – and, um, you know, the guys from the rope trainer sent me everything over, wanted to make sure everybody knew that John and Chris would be speaking there again and that you could learn all about the rope trainer there if you're fortunate enough to be attending. But what I think's amazing is here's John Smoltz, Chris Fern are going to be there again. I look at the list, okay? Uh, Butch Thompson, head baseball coach, Auburn University. Uh, you know, obviously speaks for himself. Used to be the pitching coach at Mississippi State. Everybody, you know, everybody from my area is really in love with Mississippi State right now. And why not? Okay, just a... A beautiful area, phenomenal stuff. Um, Anthony Iaposi, hitting coach, Texas Rangers. You know, get the opportunity to talk hitting with a big league hitting coach. I mean, come on, you got to be kidding me. 
All right, so here's two guys that I look at and I think, man, I would love to hear them speak. I'm sitting here in my own little corner of the world in Edwardsville, Illinois, right outside of St. Louis. You know, I just may not be able to get out there, okay? So my message to you is this. Just because you can't get to this one, I guarantee you, if you do your homework, if you just get on the old Google machine and start Googling coaches clinics, you will find some good ones in a relatively short distance to where you are located, wherever you are in this big world, all right? I met some guys a few years back when I had the opportunity to coach a a young man in baseball. Uh, The gentleman's name was Todd Hutchinson. I was so impressed with this guy. He was so even-keeled. He had such a great outlook on baseball that it did not surprise me when I found out that he was a a head baseball coach in high school. His son was a coach's dream. I always say there's a couple different types of coaches' kids out there. There's coaches' kids out there that tend to feel entitled, and then there's coaches' kids out there that you can tell they've been raised to understand learning and and, and how to go about the process, appreciativeness, grittiness, all that kind of stuff. Well, let me assure you, this guy's son was all that in a bag of chips. And what was interesting was is here was a guy that probably knew more than anybody in the room, but you never would have known it because he was respectful of the fact that there were guys trying to coach his kid. And if you asked him for help, he would help, and he would open his mind, and, and, and if you wanted to learn, it was great. So I meet Todd. I find out later on that Todd is part of a great baseball clinic almost right in my own backyard. Then I get introduced to a gentleman, Joe Alstat, who kind of helps organize this thing for him. That's his assistant baseball coach and also the athletic director for their high school. So I become educated about what's going on. I didn't even realize that I had this unbelievably well-thought-of, national-branded coaches clinic in my own backyard. So I go, you know, they just happened to hook me up with Leo Mazzoni, which to this day is one of my favorite interviews. And it's right here in my backyard, and that's my message to you guys. I guarantee you if you do some homework, you'll find it. So I'm very, very happy to welcome back on this year. Joe Alstat, the assistant baseball coach from Greenville High School, and also one of the organizers of what has become known as one of the best baseball coaches clinics in the Midwest. So if you're in the Midwest, you're going to follow along with us today, and you're really going to enjoy this. So let me welcome in Joe. Joe, how you doing? Jim, I appreciate you having me. We're doing great here. Well, I got to tell you, um, it was interesting. I, you know, I was telling you that uh, you know, with the coaches' clinics coming up, and it's that kind of season, they're getting off and going. And ABCA coming up, our partners at the Rope Trainer, we're going to have uh, John Smolch and Chris Verna speak in Mohegan. And it was amazing to me how, for the educated people out there, if you really want to get educated, I just said the word Mohegan to you, and you knew all about it. So it's obvious that, you know, when you put together something really great, the people in the know have an idea of what's going on. I, I just, I mean, that tells me immensely more about you and what you're trying to do with your i-70 clinic well no doubt that mohegan sun the clinic there is uh it's probably newer than ours as far as it hasn't been along it's been around as long but they obviously have a world-class facility there and they bring in tremendous speakers and they make a weekend convention and and uh they do a great job are we quite the Mohegan Sun. No, we probably aren't, but we try to bring in the best speakers we can and the facility that we have, and uh, our clinic has really grown here. This will be our 14th year, and uh, it's grown uh, every year. It's been great. Well, you know what I find amazing is you send me over your your uh, your brochure, you know, obviously very well done, and, and really details out what I can expect from a coach or a parent's point of view or even a player if I'm going to go. And lo and behold, what do I notice when I get on the Mohegan one? that, you know, the great Butch Thompson is going to be there. You know, Anthony Iaposi is going to be there. You're going to have both of those guys at your clinic. I mean, that's, that's right. yeah. that says so much to me about you and what you're trying to bring to people. And, again, I say this. If you ever want to know what's really going on out in this, this big world, okay, if you ever really want to, uh, I guess for lack of a better description, if you ever want to know how guys get good at what they do, how about that, or care, go to one of these coaches' clinic and stand in the back mm-hmm. of the room. That's what I did last year. You invited me. I came in. Uh, I knew we were going to do the thing with Leo Mazzoni. Leo was speaking, and I got there. I was like five minutes late, and I felt bad, so I didn't want to bother anybody, so I stood in the back of the room, and as I was listening to Leo, I was scanning the room and watching everybody, how intently they, they listened to him. The thing that impressed me the most was when I looked down, it was, you know, it was like stadium seating almost. Every guy in that room, I guarantee you, knows – a hundred times more about the game of baseball and how to teach it than I do. 
Every one of them were intently taking notes. They had recorders on. They had computers out. They were all mm-hmm. trying to get better. And I, you know, as I as I observed your clinic, that's what I got out of the whole thing. I mean, it's it just amazed me. Well, clinics are more and more kind of abundant now. They're more popular, and and coaches obviously, like most professionals, want to try to get better and try to increase their knowledge that they can pass along to their players, their team, and make your team and their players better. Uh, we certainly try to get the best speakers we can. We've tried to do that for 14 years, and uh, with the addition of last few years ago of the St. Louis Cardinals being our, our prime sponsor, that has allowed us to really try to go nationwide and, and pull in speakers from, from all over that we think would be a great fit here and bring a great message and uh, bottom line to help all the coaches that attend to get better. Well, I mean, I look at, you know, you, you send out a great brochure, like I said, that really details everything down for the coach uh, that, that maybe even on a time crunch or has to work in and out. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you, you make it very easy for him. I think what's really interesting, too, is if, uh, and again, if, and that's a big if for me because at the end of the day, I don't care where I go. I'm going to learn something. But if you needed any uh, additional information or credibility, I mean, you talk about your past speakers. I mean, a who's who's list of the baseball world. It's unbelievable. So, you know, obviously, uh, locally, we would know some of these guys like a Mike Matheny, a Leo Mazzoni. Uh, you've had John Mosellock. I mean, you've had, uh, I believe you've had Tony LaRussa. You know, the, the, right. you know Darren Hendrickson, who's very well thought of in our mm-hmm. community, of course. Tim Funkhauser, who, who we've had on, who's, you know, uh, just got into the high school hall of fame here as one of the the the, the high school baseball coaches. I mean, it's Scott Terry. I mean, it is a it is a who's who of local people. But then, it's amazing to me some of the best college coaches too that you've had on here. I mean, the right. legendary Itch Jones. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you know, I, to me, those are the guys that I want to hear from. And, I, and no disrespect to the pro guys. Okay, no disrespect to them, but you know, I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, didn't you just have Matt Carpenter's dad there a little while back? We had him here about two or three years ago. Yes, we did. He's a high school coach down in uh, Dallas, Texas. I would, you know what, I, I'm so, I, I think back and, and wish I would have known about this then, and that's the mistake I don't want people to make is, you know, don't wait. I would have, that would have been one of my favorite interviews, and, and let me tell you why, and, and I want my listeners to hear this. I would love to hear from a guy that is in that situation who, A, is involved in that time frame of a young man's life. Uh, Mm -hmm. You look at the stages. We as youth coaches, we have them when they're young. We have those challenges, right? I think the high school age is the biggest challenge. And I've heard Coach Funkhauser mention it. I've heard every good high school coach I've ever talked to talks about that, that year when the kid turns 16. You know, they have so many different options of things they can do. I would have, and then you look at the type of player. And again, I'm I'm not even talking about how good he is from an athletic standpoint. I'm talking about who Matt Carpenter is. How did he mm-hmm. get there? It's obvious his dad played a large role in it. I would have loved to have heard from him. I mean, these guys, the college guys that have these young men and help mold their lives, because, you know, I listened to David Price speak at the ABCA last year in that private luncheon mm-hmm. I was in. Um, he talked about his coach at Vandy, and he didn't mm-hmm. talk much about baseball. He talked about what he did for him as a young man and that's why i think your clinic with some of these guys you have i mean it's just you know what i i know that you know we're right here in our own little neck of the woods here in 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 the midwest but i tell you what this is this is a very very high-end clinic as far as i'm concerned especially from the youth level well we thank you uh, jim for that and we also we tell our coaches that come to speak we tell them hey you're going to have a wide range of people here uh, from the youth level to high school to college, we've had professional coaches come and, and, and pay and sit in the audience just like uh, the 10U coach, you know. So uh, it's really for all levels. Our, our speakers tend to have their message towards all levels to be able to affect just about anybody that's sitting there. Somebody can take something out of that and think, you know what, I can do that or I can I can use that for my team and my players. And uh, it's really been it's really been great. Our speakers have been awesome to work with. We really don't have an inside track to help get all these big guy, big name guys here. I think it's just what baseball coaches are. I think baseball coaches are different than football coaches or basketball coaches that hide all their secrets and don't want anybody to know. Baseball coaches want to share and they want to uh, help make the game better, help make each other better. It's kind of an odd deal, you know. Football would never give their secrets away. Baseball coaches are saying, "Here's what I do, and here's here's how it works." and and take what I give you and, and make it your own and make it work for your program. So uh, it's really pretty unique. 
uh, we'll have you know we'll have three or four hundred coaches in the audience here this in January to to learn and to get better, and, and we're pretty excited about it. You know your key speakers I, this year that I want to touch on first off, just so that our listeners can hear who's going to be there. Uh, you know, I don't know where to start. I mean, I look at this thing and I'm <laughs> as intrigued by any of them because I can tell you, I, I mentioned right. I mentioned Anthony uh, Iaposi. You know, hitting is such a hard thing to do. It's a struggle for kids. They struggle. They do all this kind of stuff. Uh, I love the whole, and I'm not going to say change because I think everything evolves, right? And it moves in, in circles and it goes around and around. Certainly. And, and now it seems like we're on a trend of trying to make our hitters more athletic. I would love to hear from a guy like that of the challenges that he has because, you know, a lot of times by the time he gets a guy, he's been doing something for so long, change is not the easiest thing in the world. I can only imagine uh, sitting across the table from a guy like this and having a, uh, whether it be a drink or lunch or dinner or whatever, and listening to him talk about the challenges because we probably as just amateur people think, oh, what a great job. But, I mean, this guy, I mean, you talk about tough. I mean, it, it's got to oh, be yeah. an unbelievable culture. Absolutely, and you know Anthony Iaposi. As the more I read about him, hear from him, talk to him a few times, number one, what a quality individual! Just what a great man. He's a younger guy. I don't know his age. I guess I'm at under forty, maybe right at forty, but he's a younger guy, and he's bounced around to a few different systems from the Marlins, the Blue Jays, the Cubs. He was the Cubs uh, hitting coordinator before he got the Ranger job a couple years ago. Uh, a great guy, but his hitting knowledge off the charts. Um, you know, he's there to help his hitters however he can. He's not there to, to move into their house and rearrange the furniture, but uh, especially a veteran guy, he's going to see, hey, what can I do to help you? A younger guy he may tweak more things, but uh, he was he's phenomenal the times I've talked to him, and, and uh, he's really excited about coming. We're excited about having him. Like you said, we got four guys that if you ask me who the best guy was, I don't know if I'd be able to tell you for sure. You know, some people are going to want to come and, and listen to Skip Bertman. I can't wait to hear Skip Bertman. Some Henny guys, they can't wait to hear Iaposi. Uh, Butch Thompson uh, was here 10 years ago, and we always have people asking, when are you going to bring him back? When are you going to bring him back? He was so good. And there will be people coming to hear him. And Steve Beezer's won and coached at all levels, and, and I would think there would be a great uh, crowd wanting to hear him speak. So I, I, I don't have a number one for you, uh, Jim. I'm not, uh, not like a pitching rotation where you have a number one. I think we've got four number ones here, and, and they're all going to appeal to different people, and that's kind of what makes it special. Well, you know, we were talking about the guys before we went on the air, and Steve Beezer, I thought, was very interesting. I mean, he's the new head baseball coach at the University of Missouri that has had uh, that has had some great players taken out of that program that are in the big leagues right now. Uh, you know, uh, we got Scherzer, uh, Ian Kinsler, a couple of uh, notable guys that have that have come from Mizzou that have done well. But you know, here's a guy in his first year that came from another school that, and I when I say local, I'm talking you know, it's within driving distance for sure for us to catch him. Right. But he comes from SEMO, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I was unaware, and this is, you know, whereas you try to get educated, I was unaware that it wasn't that long ago he was a high school baseball coach here in St. Louis at Vianney. Uh, yeah, he uh, won two state championships at Vianney. We're talking 10 years ago. I think he won, he won the state there in 2004 and 2006. So uh, he won state championships at high school before he went to SEMO. And when he was at SEMO, he's the only coach to ever win three Ohio Valley Conference championships. So he won big there. Went to the regional last year down at Mississippi State. And uh, Missouri hired him here this summer. So uh, he's a guy that's been at all, you know, he's been at the high school level. He's been at the small Division One level and a big-time Division One SEC right now. So he can speak to a, lot of, to a big part of our audience, you know. He's been a high school coach. He's won at the high school level. And uh, he's going he's gonna to bring some great things to the table. He's talking about practice organization. And if anybody can under, understand how to organize practices uh, for a high school coach or youth coach, it would be Steve Beezer. So he's going to bring a lot to the table. Well, I can tell you from a youth coaching standpoint, sometimes practice plans get thrown out the window. I, I, I look back at all the practices that I, that I ran or was a part of all those years of being, whether it be the assistant or the head coach of, of the youth teams. And, and again, we took it, um, you know, we took our role in that very serious. Uh, we played a, a serious brand of baseball while committed to development, and, and we did play good competition. Your practice time that you have with these guys is so important, and you don't want to, you know, you, they're young. I don't believe in keeping them out there for hours upon hours. So right. you have to be realistic about the amount of time that you can that you can have the attention span of, let's say, a 10-year-old kid, okay? Right. You better be able to figure out a way to tell them what you got to tell them in an hour and a half. You also better figure yeah. out a way to make it fun. 
uh, yeah. for learning. So that would be a can't miss for me. And of course, for you, I would have to imagine that local flavor has got to have you guys on track for maybe having one of the biggest clinics you've ever had. Well, I think I think that all those things are a part of that, uh, right? We try to track our registration through the years, you know, and. and at Christmas break, I always put how many we had down, and, and I think last year we had 85 coaches that were registered at Christmas break, so we're talking about December the 20th or so, December 22nd, whatever. This year we're over 100 already as wow. we are entering the middle of December. Uh, last year we finished with about 350 coaches because, you know, most everybody registers the last couple weeks, and, uh, you know, so we, we are on pace, I would think, to have a bigger crowd this year than last year, and time will tell, but... Uh, you know, it's definitely grown. Local flavor from, from the head coach of Missouri probably helps. And uh, just number one, it's the speakers. you got to have good speakers that people want to come and, and take a listen to them. So I think we have that here. Yeah, and and again, and, and as we hit on the other two national guys, I mean, Skip mm-hmm. Bertman, if you're at all, you know, at all involved, uh, connected to the game of baseball at the amateur level, I mean, I think we all grew up, especially if you're my age, you know, Louisiana State was – was and still is, you know, just a great baseball program. So, you know, to have in uh, Skip Berman, who obviously now is, is is retired, but to have a guy in that was part of such a legendary program has got to be a great get for you. And, of course, you mentioned him. Um, you know, his name needs no introduction, and that's Butch Thompson. He's, he's at Auburn. Mm-hmm. Had the opportunity to meet him uh, last year when I was at the ABCA. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, I'm very, uh, very well connected with Justin Stone out of, mm-hmm. out of Chicago, and, and, you know, I uh, it was interesting to me that Butch actually approached Justin and said, hey, you know, you got anybody for me? You know, and Justin said, well, I'm not quite sure I have somebody ready for you at this juncture, but I got a couple of younger guys that that I think are getting there, so we'll stay in touch. I just found that interesting. A a guy in such a high-capacity role would uh, know his place in needing the guys in that world and their connection, and that's why I think these things are so important. Well, you definitely get to network and connect with people and then see them at the ABCA convention or see them at the I-70 clinic or the Mohegan Sun or wherever you go. And, you know, you make contacts, you're able to text them or tweet them or things like that and just stay in connection with guys and and really network and and get to know more people. But like I said earlier, Butch Thompson is just a phenomenal guy, a Christian man that's uh, been at the highest level of college baseball and now he has his own program at Auburn and, uh, He's going to do great things there. He was actually supposed to speak at our clinic last year, but if you remember, that he got that Auburn job right, right about December, November, and and he said, you know what, if we could push it back a year, I'm, I've got a lot on my plate right now. So, uh, so he's coming this year, and he was here t- about nine or ten years ago. And like I said, people man probably came to that clinic ten years ago, not having a clue who Butch Thompson was. And left that clinic thinking, man, that guy is awesome. I <laughs> I got to find out more about him. So uh, we're finally bringing him back this year, and he's he's just a great man, and, and we're we're very pleased to bring him back to Greenville. You know, the, the, the two things about him that I want to touch on is, one, I, I started to touch on it, and, you know, I'll never forget that. You're right, because we were at the ABCA, and it was in the, it was at that, that Opryland Hotel, so it's a big, beautiful mm-hmm. area. And sure. as he walked in, it was there was kind of an awe over the room, and, and he was so nice to everybody that he encountered. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he was obviously – being not I'm not not attacked but it was amazing how many people were waiting just to shake his hand and tell him I'm sure congratulations and because he's probably met and and so many people over the years but again here's a guy involved in that and he kind of almost stops what he's doing as we walk by and sees Justin and says how are you and and this and and they start talking because they had obviously done you know work together a little bit before and you know to take the time to say hey you know I'm uh, I got my hands full here you got somebody for me you know I, I just thought it was amazing you know a guy in that situation speaks volumes about who he is and then when I researched him and this is what I think is great and I want to let everybody know this kind of goes along with my message and some of it's the perception that we have as just and I and I and I say this uh, not with any malice towards anybody just as normal everyday baseball guys right we're not we're not in that world right so you look right. at something like this and you think to yourself oh man Butch Thompson he probably played 10 years in the big leagues and he probably went to the <laughs> big he has a very I don't mean this in a bad way. He has a very normal background. So it is possible to just be a guy like you or me and love the game, care enough about it to want to get better. If you have the ability to communicate, if you have the ability to teach, you can do it. 
you do not, you know, I think one of the biggest things that I have issue with with everybody is if your son or daughter or, or whatever, if there's a if there's a former player or, or something like that, everybody just assumes automatically that they have all the answers, that they're the best people to, to be. And again, maybe they are. That's not my point here. My point is we just make blind assumptions. And that's not the case here. It's about communication. Right. It's about wanting to get educated. And I would say, uh, Butch Thompson, you couldn't look for a better guy to uh, emulate's kind of an odd word for this, but to, to almost pattern yourself after in whatever level of coaching it is for you. I'm not saying you got to follow his complete path, but if you are going to coach kids, and I've said this and I, and I almost demand it of you, if you are going to take the time to coach kids, just try to be a good better coach well i think they say you uh want to be successful in something you find people that are successful and try to see what they're doing and do it yourself you know and try to emulate what you're what they're doing to your profession or whatever you're doing and butch is a great guy to emulate like you said he's a great mentor to me and, and to many other coaches around even in our area uh, and especially down in the south um one thing about our speakers that we bring in jim is is these guys are approachable uh, you're not going to just sit in a chair and watch them on the stage and, and that's it. You know, if you have questions, they're approachable. Uh, they're willing to talk. I remember last year we had Rick Eckstein, who's, you know, the hitting coach at Kentucky at the time. And, uh, we're breaking for Rick got done speaking. We're breaking for lunch and we had a lot of guys that go approach him. That, and that was normal. I went down to make sure lunch was going well, which takes about an hour. And we're coming back up to the auditorium and, and there's Rick just holding court with about 10 or 12 guys. They'd completely skipped lunch. Just, just getting after it and knowing in, in the hallway, talking, hitting, and uh, that was awesome. So, you know, these guys are not just going to be on a stage and taking out the back door. Uh, you know, they're approachable. They're willing to, to talk and answer questions and help guys because they know coaches come there to learn, and, and, and they're the teachers. They're trying to help people do that. So they're very, very approachable men. Well, before we get to the to the important stuff, and that's telling everybody how they can find it, you know, where it is, the times, all that kind of stuff, i got to put you on the spot. Okay, you've been doing this a long okay. time. Um, I'm sure, uh, like everybody else, you, you almost become like a kid sometimes when people are there. Mm-hmm. Give me the one interview that either I'm, – I'm not going to put you on the spot totally, but maybe the one interview – that you couldn't miss the one interview that maybe impacted you the most, the one that or an interview, the one speaker, the one sure. that, that, that maybe you, you still pull from the most. I mean, can you, can you narrow it down to one and give us an example? Well, like, like Tony Lewis always said, like they're tied for first, you know, I don't want to disrespect any of them, but uh, um, I would put Larusa in that group, but I, I would also put Gordy Gillespie. Uh, and if the listeners don't know who Gordy Gillespie is, then you Google him right now. Uh, but he was our first ever speaker here in 2003, winning us, at the time, the winningest active coach in college baseball, uh, St. Francis, a, tiny, a small school uh, near Chicago. And uh, he's a legendary speaker. Maybe You could probably find YouTube stuff on him. He's tremendous. But those two guys, you know, I've, I'll pull the tape out sometimes to watch them and, and look at my notes again to, to, re- to review them. But uh, those two guys will... Uh, will teach anybody as much as anything. And, and Larusa being here was kind of just eye-opening for me. Like, wow, I can't believe Tony Larusa is here in our high school gym, our high school <laughs> auditorium, you know. That was uh, was something else. So I, w- I would probably go with those two. But, uh, you know, like you said, it's hard, to, it's hard to separate when you've had so many really good speakers. You know, it's amazing for you to say Tony Larusa because I think while everybody appreciated, you know, what he did for the Cardinals here for sure, especially from a winning standpoint, I think he came across sometimes as a little hard. But mm-hmm. but I've heard numerous people that have encountered him in those types of settings that he could not have been more gracious and appreciative with people. And it's amazing. Well, that's how certainly pers- that's certainly our experience. You know, with with, with Tony, uh, he said speaking with coaches is one of his favorite things to do. And he came here back in 2006, and uh, he ended up actually coming back in 2009. Three years later, he came back the second time to speak and. Uh, uh, he was very cordial to everybody. You know, it, people. Some people wanted autographs. He signed for anybody that wanted to talk to everybody that wanted to talk to him. And uh, uh, stay. He was pretty much the last guy here one, one time. You know, he's just a tremendous guy. And you know what you see on TV and when he's working and his profession, the dugout is different than what he is outside the dugout. So, uh, just a great, really great man and a getting man. And and he was here to help coaches 100%. Well, Joe, I'll tell you what, I'm looking forward to it this year. Um, I can't wait to get up there and, and hear some of these guys, and maybe, hopefully, I cross my fingers, have the opportunity to chat with some of them, of course. Um, 
couple things I want you to do here before we let you go is I'm going to you know let you tell everybody you know the websites where they can go uh, anything you want to but I also know this so I'm going to give you this opportunity you can't do this without sponsors I know that so I'm going to give you the opportunity mm-hmm. and and of course since I'm since I'm putting you on the spot here you'll probably forget one or two but if you want to mention a few people that you definitely want to make sure uh, people do that and then tell us you know where we can go and find out well, we have probably twenty-five total sponsors. It'll be tough to name all of them. And I, Jim, that's what, and I knew that. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely mention the Cardinals, like I did earlier. Without the St. Louis Cardinals as our cover sponsor, that would be very, very difficult. I will throw this out there. Even those that have been here before, uh, we have a, it's a two-day clinic: Sunday night, uh, January fifteenth, and and Monday, January sixteenth, which is Martin Luther King Day. But on Sunday night, uh, we'll have a coach's social out at our country club, and we picked up a couple sponsors to help sponsor that. We're going to have food and drink out there for coaches for free, and uh, Shut Sports and Dura Edge with uh, James Beaver, uh, Dura Edge for your field, and Shut Sports for equipment. And they've uh, picked up the tab there. That's a, a huge gift for us, I think, and for our coaches in attendance. And I also will highlight three college baseball programs that sponsor our lunch on Monday. Uh, Kaskaskia College, Parkland Community College, and Lindenwood Belleville. Those three baseball programs have all uh, sponsored our clinic to uh, for their lunch. So I'll highlight them as well. But uh, uh, we're really excited about it. As far as our website and how to register, uh, if your listeners would go to i70clinic.com, i70clinic.com, that will uh, point them towards registration. They'll be able to see our brochure. They'll be able to uh, register online. You can do everything online and not have to mail anything in. That can all be done from our website. Um, also, our Twitter handle is at i70clinic if you want to follow us on Twitter. Or, or We post a lot of updates. We post the door prizes that we got coming in, and we'll give out over 100 door prizes on uh, on Monday and, and books and videos and teas and fungal bats and everything. Very, very good value. Uh, probably the best thing I can tell you about our clinic, Jim, is the value in it. The cost for one coach to come is $50. If you bring a staff, it's like 30 bucks a piece or something. Very, very cheap to come to it. You'll, uh, we'll feed you for free on Monday lunch. We have the coaches social for free on Sunday night. So there's free food. The hotels, if you're driving from a long distance, the hotels here are very, very reasonable. You're looking at 50 to $70 for a hotel room. It's, uh, you know, just a few minutes away from the clinic site. Um, we are looking at live streaming our, uh, clinic this year on the internet. For those that are live a far distance away, if you keep checking our website, we hope to have some information on there at some point. Uh, for a cost, you'll be able to watch it at your computer. Last year, Jim, I think we said we had about 350 coaches here, but we had them here from 10 different states. And that was something, when we started this thing, we never envisioned that was something like that would happen. We thought it'd be a couple-hour radius, you know, it would be great. But we had coaches driving from Atlanta, Georgia, and flying in from Cleveland to St. Louis and rent a car and driving over, you know, Wisconsin, Iowa, Kentucky, Tennessee, Illinois, Missouri, Indiana, Oklahoma. Uh, you know, it's it was unbelievable where people were coming from last year for, for our clinic. And uh, so far, I think we have five or six states represented by the registration. So uh, it's been pretty humbling. You know, we never expected something like that to happen. It's taken off a lot, and uh, we hope to keep that going here this year. Well, I got to tell you, it, you know, and impressive, too, and uh, I think this is one of the greatest things too. I know if you look at your your flyer, one of your sponsors is the St. Louis Cardinals themselves, which I think it's mm-hmm. great that they mm-hmm. get involved. They're very obviously we love the Cardinals around here. They're very active in the local community. Um, you know they offer that awesome uh, amateur game program. Uh, so right. I think that it's a natural fit for you guys. I think it's it's tremendous. Uh, great stuff as always. And like I said, I I encourage everybody uh, if you're you know for the youth guys out there, and this is why I do this. You know, for especially for our youth. If you're at, at all remotely close, okay, I, I encourage you to do this. I, I cannot tell you how when you get done, you will be so glad you did it. You know, it's, it's, it's a Sunday through Monday thing, okay, on, on the actual clinic itself, January 15th through the 16th, 2017. It's at Greenville High School Auditorium in Greenville, Illinois. So if you are at all remotely close, especially within driving distance, it would be so worth your time to do this. You would be mm-hmm. you would be so lucky to hear these guys speak, and I do think it changes you, and that's why it's important to me, and that's why I appreciate what you guys are doing. I cannot thank you enough for letting me be a part of it. I mean, you know, people that know me personally know that I I I, I just can't get on an airplane, so unfortunately, I'm going to miss the ABCA this year because I just 
It's in Anaheim, but I did notice mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll make the, the next few because they're in the Midwest. It, it, right. But, but you know what? So I'll be honest with you. This is, this is my, this is my coaches. You know, this is where I'm going to go get smarter this year. This is where I'm going to go meet people and get educated. So for me, it's, it's all that and a can of tuna, because I got to tell you guys, there's only one way uh, to get smarter and that's to open up your minds and it's to listen and try to get better. And you guys are providing that. And, and like I said, for me personally, of course, it's right here in what I consider my backyard. It's a 30-minute drive for me. Uh, if I can't spend 30 minutes driving there to get smarter and better and more educated right. about something that's important to me, then, I, then I've then i chosen a bad path. So, But I appreciate you guys. I think it's great. I wish you nothing but luck and, and continued success. We're going to be... Uh, we're going to be promoting this thing now until till the clinic itself to assist you guys because, again, I love to get behind things that I believe in. I've been to your clinic. I couldn't be more impressed. Uh, like I said, your head coach there, uh, Todd Hutchinson, made such an impression on me when I was younger and just really getting going in coaching. I just was overwhelmed because it, it you know I always just kind of thought the smartest guy in the room would always let you know it. He just wasn't right. that way. You know, it was it was really kind of inspirational. He's a great man. We're lo- very lucky to have him. Very lucky to have him for sure. Well, I tell you what. Thanks, guys. Cannot can, cannot tell you how much I appreciate you. Let me be a, a small part of this. Uh, I'm I'm happy to help you guys promote this thing. And again, I encourage all of our listeners. Uh, like he said, very simple. www.i70clinic.com. I encourage you to follow him on Twitter at i70clinic. Uh, you know, you'll definitely be smarter for doing so. And Joe, I really appreciate you doing the show this week. Pleasure as ours, Jim. We appreciate you having us on. Thank you. Oh, thank you. That's Joe Alstat with uh, Greenville High School Baseball. He's the assistant coach there. And, again, I got got to know the head coach there, Todd Hutchinson, way back when. Um, just an impressive guy. Uh, they're both just really passionate about, you know, making this the premier clinic in the Midwest. And I, I, I don't blame them. They absolutely should be proud of what they're doing. The, the speakers are second to none. I, I'm so impressed. I, again, it, once you check out this brochure, just take a look at some of their past speakers. If you need, you know, if it's new to you and you're like, okay, you know, I have to, I have to decide which clinic I want to go to and I'm just not sure, check out their past speakers and look at the guys they have now. This is a, a quality operation. The, again, second to none. Absolutely love what they're doing. And, again, at the end of the day, what are we really trying to do? We're trying to get a little smarter, trying to get educated, trying to stay passionate. I assure you, you know, if you take the time to go do this, you are going to accomplish those goals. So uh, appreciate those guys there, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait for it. Going to take our short break here. Uh, again, when we get back, I uh, want to hear from all of our all of our segment guys, as, as each and every week we're so proud to have them on a the show. But, uh, but we do thank the Rope Trainer, of course, theropetrainer.com. Make sure you check it out. As John Smoltz, the great Hall of Famer, says, everyone should have one from big leaguers to little leaguers. And I always say if John Smoltz is going to talk about it, I'm going to listen. Talking about a guy that took his Hall of Fame speech and decided to address this arm problem we have in this, in this country. You cannot bury your head to this, guys. you got to open up. you got to look at it. you got to figure out what you're doing. That's why these clinics are so important. That's why guys like Earl Perrin, John Smoltz, Chris Fern over at the Rope Trainer are so important to what we're trying to do for these kids. So make sure you check them out, theropetrainer.com. See you on the other side of the break. Attention, coaches, parents, and student-athletes. Here at Youth Baseball Talk, one of the most common emails we receive from mom and dad are about the college recruitment and selection process. Far too often, these emails do not have happy endings. Let me tell you about our friend Mark Lineweaver and Perfect Placement. Perfect Placement identifies and helps you with important decision-making factors which are way too often overlooked in the college recruitment process. Such as, is it the right student body size for you? Is it a comfortable proximity from your home? Do they offer your desired field of study? How about extracurricular activities that interest you? And of course, the proper level of competition for your skill set. Once they've identified these factors, they will contact those colleges and speak directly to the coaching staff in an effort to help you. To learn more about Perfect Placement, simply check out their website, perfectplacement.com. That's placement with a Y. To contact them, you can email them at info at perfectplacement.com. Remember, that's placement with a Y. Call 310-921-8669 for more information. That's 310-921-8669. Perfect Placement, specializing in assisting your student-athlete. Welcome back to the other side of Youth Baseball Talk. I want to encourage everybody to make sure they check out our website, youthbaseballtalk.com. Love Twitter. Uh, We just keep getting more and more followers each week as more and more people find us. At Podcast Baseball, I love the interaction on there. Uh, We have the uh, theory here that if you follow us, especially, and if you're you're involved in baseball, we're going to follow you back. 
I really don't care about, you know, having all these followers and not following anybody. Uh, I use my Twitter account to learn what you are interested in. So therefore, I'm going to follow you back. So uh, again, just take the time to do that at Podcast Baseball. Facebook.com slash Youth Baseball Talk. Very simple there. I like Facebook because obviously we're not limited in characters. We can share some great videos. I really enjoy that as well. And, of course, uh, the amount of emails continue to grow each and every week. Info at YouthBaseballTalk.com. I challenged a lot of people last week to give me their thoughts on uh, some of the things that are going on out there uh, in baseball. Um, I love it. I, I love the interaction. Uh, we talked heavily last week about kids and do they take a break in sports. People are really passionate about this. And, and what I really enjoyed about that one was people were kind of on both sides. I had some people that said, listen, what do you want us to do? I mean, that's the way it is around here. And if I don't do it, my kid's going to fall behind. I get it, man. That's tough. I, I don't have a great answer for you on that. It's all got to be personal. It's all got to be you know, what, what you think in your situation is best for your kid. I wish I had a magic potion or had a magic answer for you. I don't. It's always got to be personal choice. But, man, I tell you, I, I really can't sit here and say that uh, I've ever had anybody tell me that if they wouldn't have done that, they wouldn't have made it, or if they, they didn't do it so they didn't make I don't know. I don't know that that's the answer. So, again, I think we have to talk about it. But don't just sit back in your wherever you're at. Don't just sit back and think, I have to do this. Find some people that you really trust. Find some people that are really involved in it and go ask them what they think. But I will say this. Open your eyes. Open your minds. I have seen people that will sit here and go, yeah, well, you don't have to do it. And, pe- and then you sit there and go, well, he said I don't have to do it, so I'm not going to do it. But then you look around and you see that, huh, you know, uh, I'll give you the example. The example for me is I love how when people say, um, you know, these kids are hitting in the off season, you know, and some people go, well, you don't have to. So people go, see, he said I don't have to. But then if you open up your eyes and you notice that those kids that have decided to dedicate a lot of time to getting better at something get better, well, what's the, what's the common denominator there? You got to work. Okay, the, nobody said we didn't have to work. We're, I'm actually a little bit more on the role of actually playing baseball, the stress on the body, the stress on the arm year-round. I never said don't work. But I can tell you right now, my son has played other sports in the winter, the fall, even in the spring. And you know what? He, he's decided, you know, and I did lead him there, of course, but he decided he wanted to do it. He also works on his other sport then. So it's a thing that he has to do, right? He has to take that time. He has to manage his time. Obviously, I'm his parent, so I have taught him the the value of that, but I've also taught him the value of managing your time. Obviously, the number one thing that you have to take into account is academics, right? Got to take into account academics. They come first. My kids know no academics, no sports. Once academics are taken care of, once you've uh, dedicated your time and your commitment to your primary sport at that time, if there's time left over, you know, you. so let's say you're, you're a basketball player. So my opinion would be once your academics are good, once you've done everything you need to do to that basketball program, if you've got an hour and you want to go hit some baseballs to stay in shape, that's your call, you know, if that's what you want to do. If that's, but I, and it does take that kind of commitment. You're absolutely right, it does. But you got to, you know, you got to stay committed to, 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 your, to your commitments. You can't tell somebody, yeah, I'm going to play on your basketball team and then miss basketball during basketball season because you're going to go hit baseballs. I don't think that's right. I think it's wrong. Okay, I think you owe it to people you make commitments to to honor those commitments. But, yes, if you want to be good at something, you're going to have to find time and find find it within yourself to always be working on it. So, And, again, I also have my opinions on the fact that I think basketball, soccer, I think all these sports are great for baseball. I think football is a great sport for baseball. I have my own opinions on that, things that I've seen. Okay, got to open your eyes, got to open your ears, got to open your mind, got to take information, got to process it, got to see it for yourself, right? Okay, these are all things that, again, these are all products of these conversations that we have, and that's why I appreciate you guys. Info at youthbaseballtalk.com is my email. I appreciate these conversations. Every time you send me an email, I get a little smarter, I promise you. So I do appreciate that as well. Uh, It's time to get to some of our uh, uh, segment guys here. They're, They're phenomenal. I love them. Again, I couldn't do the show without the Rope Trainer. I appreciate them each and every week being the, being our lead sponsor. You know I believe in the product, and I encourage you to check it out, theropetrainer.com. Uh, if you are uh, at the Mohegan Sun World Baseball Coaches Convention, if you're anywhere near there, if you can get there, and I encourage you, uh, you know, it's a phenomenal opportunity to listen to John Smoltz and Chris Verna speak. It will change your life. 
about how the body is affected and how it's all connected. You got to check them out. And the ropetrainer.com brings those guys to these events. It's a phenomenal opportunity. If you're there, make sure you check them out. If not, you can hear from them yourself just by going to the ropetrainer.com. You will hear, I mean, you can click on and listen to John and Chris speak. So it's great stuff. Make sure you check them out. But now it's time to hear from everybody's favorite, Domingo Ayala and Catch His Theory of Baseball. I love his two-strike approach. And let me tell you why you got to have a two-strike approach. If the guy out there is throwing strikes, you know, you're going to have to have that happen to you numerous times throughout your career. And if you want to throw more strikes, you got to check out thepitchhitter.com. It starts at a young age. Kids get out there. They lose their confidence. That strike zone seems like about the size of a dime. You need some in-game experience, but sometimes it's hard for coaches to let those kids do that in the game. So check out thepitchhitter.com. It's a great uh, a training device that is very portable. You can use it at practice in the backyard, in the basement. All your kid wants to do is throw strikes, okay? Give him the opportunity to actually practice what it's like to have somebody standing in the box with a strike zone right there. I guarantee you they want to make you happy. They want to throw strikes, so make sure you check it out, thepitchhitter.com. Domingo, take it away. Gracias, Jim. Thank you for having me, and uh, thank you to the pitch hitter. Again, man, if you want to improve your game, you got to get the pitch hitter. Do yourself a favor. Today, I want to talk about the two-strike approach. Now, Jim, I don't even know what this is until I go to the game the other day, and I see a kid get to two-strike, and Mr. Coach yell at him to get in his two-strike approach, and now he crashed down real low, choke up on the bat about three and a half inches, and he swing at the bat like he's not even trying to hit it hard. I have a coach one time tell me, don't be afraid to fail. Well, let me tell you something, Jim. A two-strike approach like that is being afraid to fail. Yeah, it might be better to ground out to the shortstop or second base instead of a strikeout. But both of them are still outs. Why not you try to give yourself a chance to hit a double or a home run? Sammy Sosa strike out once again. You think anyone tell him to have a two-strike approach? No way. His two-strike approach is trying to hit another home run. And that's why he hit so many home runs. So next time Mr. Coach tells you to get in your two-strike approach and to crowd the play and to choke up on the bat and to just put the ball in play, just think about your future. Because in the end, it's the home run that's going to get you paid, not the 40 hopper to second base. That's all I got for today, Jim. Thanks for having me. And again, just remember, if you get to two-strike, it no means you have to give up. And don't forget, if you want to be big time, Get the pitch hitter. Great stuff as always from my man Domingo. And again, special thank you to thepitchhitter.com. As Domingo says, don't be semi-pro. Be big time. Get the pitch hitter. You will appreciate thepitchhitter.com. Check it out. I promise you, if you have a young guy that wants to pitch, check it out. You will not be sorry. All right, time to hear from my man Justin Stone with his EliteBaseball.tv training tip of the week. Uh, when he sent this over to me, I was excited about it. I had the opportunity to have my son up with Justin again this weekend as uh, he had in uh, Andy Hain from the Chicago Cubs uh, doing a little clinic with Justin. Uh, Mike's son has developed a leg kick, and uh, typically, no disrespect to people, but typically when people see him, a lot of guys, the first thing they'll say is, oh, he's going to be late. Yeah, he's not, not going to be on time. And, you know, Justin hears that and stuff, and then he'll always tell me, you know, don't don't listen to those people. It's very simple. Yes, uh, if you have a leg kick, what do you have to do? you got to start sooner. But don't listen to the people that tell you you got to get it down early, okay? you got to get it down on time. So I love this, uh, love this thing he's doing this week. Uh, you know, get your foot up early. Uh, again, he didn't say get it down early. He said get your foot up early. I love this. Let's hear from Justin, EliteBaseball.TV training tip of the week. Take it away, bud. Thanks, Jim. This is Justin Stone from EliteBaseball.TV coming to you with the tip of the week. And so much is said for hitters about being on time. And what you'll hear a lot of hitting coaches say about that timing is make sure you get your foot down on time, if not even getting your foot down early. That's a very common teach you'll hear around a batting cage that oftentimes breaks the hitter's sequence and actually makes timing even more difficult. So the correct teach, what I want our hitters to think, it's not about getting down on time, it's about getting your foot up early enough. So we want to reverse the teach. We want our hitters to think, get your foot up in the air early. And there's a couple reasons for this. One with timing, 
and one from the mechanical aspect. First, for mechanics, we know that in order to have a proper swing sequence, there has to be good tempo. The slower that the hitter advances, the better the chance that our swing will start from the lower body and work its way filtering energy through the upper body and eventually out the back. In that slow tempo, we have a better chance to create more torque. The greater the separation in time between my lower body firing and my upper body ending its resistance and getting to the baseball, of course, doing it on time with the hit, we can get more hip and shoulder separation, which means the potential for more torque and more bat speed, all derived from a slow tempo and rewinding further back than that, giving a hitter time by keeping his foot in the air early enough. If we get our foot up early, we have a chance for good tempo, proper synchronization, and then greater hip and, sip, hip and shoulder separation through torque. From the timing aspect, I feel like most hitters get rushed, and when they get rushed, they fire from their upper body instead of the legs and reverse that sequence. Why do hitters get rushed? They don't trust themselves of keeping dynamic balance with one foot in the air and starting early enough. When we work with youth and amateur hitters, the most common timing flaw is they don't start till the ball is well out of the pitcher's hand, whether that be a front toss drill or whether that be a live pitch. We always think of timing like a long timeline. You learn about your history books at school. We have from 60 feet 6 inches to home plate or whatever your pitching mound distance is in order to see the baseball, make a decision on swinging, and then of course putting your best swing on the ball. If we don't start our, our stride until the ball comes out of the pitcher's hand and we wait longer than that, we narrow that timing window with just as much to do for the hitter, which makes timing almost impossible. That's when we see, see our swing mechanics really fire all at the same time, if not our upper body ahead of our legs, and that's the classic rollover ground ball or the front shoulder pulling out early. So we want to get the hitter comfortable with getting their foot up early enough. I want the, the hitter to think, I can get my foot in the air before the pitcher even releases the ball, and now we've increased that timing window on the timeline that we just mentioned. A couple of drills that we can do for that. One, just starting our foot in the air for the hitter. You can do this off a tee or off soft toss. What we find here is if I can hold balance with one foot in the air and begin my forward advance, the swing will tell me when to put my foot down. My eyes will tell me when to put my foot down and hit. You'll never see a pitcher, for example, have their, start their throwing mechanism and then throw the baseball with their foot in the air. Of course, what ends up putting their foot down is the lower body rotation. I want our hitters to think, I'm going to turn into the ground. I want my lower body to begin the swing. I want the swing to put my foot down. So we can get comfortable with that dynamic balance with one foot in the air by doing that drill off the tee and slowly controlling my tempo by keeping good in-step pressure. Something we've mentioned a number of times is synonymous with good hitting mechanics from the lower body. Finally, getting hitters to start their front toss drills or any live moving ball drill earlier than release. So the release is the latest point that I can start my stride. Getting them the feeling of starting sooner starting prior to the ball being released is going to allow them to slow down in their tempo, keep better connection to the ground, and of course, be on time. Try out these drills and see more at EliteBaseball.tv. And until next week, I'm Justin Stone, and we'll see you on the field. Great stuff as always from Justin. I appreciate him so much. And uh, again, I, I do uh, not only appreciate what he does for the show, but what he does for me personally. And my son loves to, to hit with him. He's an infectious guy. So if you check out EliteBaseball.tv, you're going to see what I'm talking about. He's so knowledgeable. He communicates so well with both the parents, the kids, the coaches. It's a great tool to use no matter what your role is in the game of baseball. Make sure you check it out, EliteBaseball.tv. Uh, the other guy that I'm proud to be around on a, on a weekly basis because he is my, lo my son's local coach, uh, my son's very fortunate to play for the St. Louis Pirates. He's very fortunate to work with Rick Strickland on a, on a weekly basis, and uh, I couldn't think of a better guy to have him around. Uh, without question, the guy knows what he's doing. Many, many pros trust him with their, with their hitting style, their hitting mechanics, what they do. You should be checking him out. Uh, Rick, Strick, uh, Rick Strickland baseball, his swing we have is, is tremendous. Um, I started doing something a little different with him called Ask Rick, and the reason I did it was I was getting so many questions. 
from you guys. And, and again, I'm not the end all authority. I mean, I've had many conversations with you guys and talked about my thoughts on things, but the reality of it is let's ask the expert. So uh, this week I got a great question about switch hitting. I sent it over to Rick and here's his answer. So for the blast motion tip of the week from Rick Strickland, take it away, Rick. Hey, Jim. Thanks for having me on the show again this week. And uh, I got your questions this week on switch hitting. Um, I myself, for one, was a switch hitter way back when and didn't really teach myself to switch hit other than experimenting with a little bit, you know, in some practice stuff or playing around around the house. Uh, but I didn't become a full-time switch hitter until my freshman year in junior college. And, you know, there wasn't at that time hitting instructors or coaches and things like that. You just kind of went out and folks told you to hit the ball on the ground and run and use your wheels and stuff like that. So basically I was kind of a self-taught switch hitter, uh, ended up being a, a fairly productive guy at junior college and went on to Division I uh, baseball at, um, at uh, Austin Peay State University and then on into the minor leagues with the Yankees as a switch hitter. Uh, and I, I would have to believe that, you know, I was the opportunity to be a, a play into outfield and switch hit was kind of an attractive thing for the Yankees to look at and pursue at that time with me. But looking back on it, I have to tell you that I was probably much better hitter from the right side, my natural side, uh, and, you know, for myself, I think I just became a, an average offensive player or below average offensive player uh, because I wasn't really able to focus on my skills from the one particular side. So I'm kind of uneven when it comes to switch hitting. Do colleges and schools look at it? I think, yes, when the kick can be coordinated enough to be able to do them uh, efficiently from both sides. I think at the college level, it's probably a little bit easier to do it. The pitching is not as tough as, as people may think at the college level. So I think really good athletes, really good athletes that are really coordinated from both sides can do it. Um, should you start doing it as a youth? I'm, I, again, I'm probably the wrong guy because my opinion is that I, I would really hope and work for the kid to actually become very, very good from one side of the plate, become an above average hitter from one side. Usually you won't see even in the history of baseball, that there are not many guys, if you look at the number relative to how many guys who switch it, how many guys have actually been really, really good at it, being able to do both ways. And really when you see them at that level that are even good, you see the splits on each side, they're, they're dramatic shifts. So you won't see a guy who's hitting 300 from the left side turn around and hit 300 from the right side. It's just, it's just weird that it happens. There's too many right-handed pitchers out there, so you get a lot of work from the left side. So usually most hitters who are uh, natural right-handed hitters, uh, if they switch it, they will become better at the left side because they spend a lot more time practicing it from the left side than they do from the right side. So those are the, the issues that I see with the switch hitting side of it. Um, you know, keep people certainly welcome to work on it and, and continue to do it. But remember this, you know, you have a non-dominant side from one, one perspective. So you actually have to train the brain to actually be able to, to create two pulling actions from both sides and give it the ability to turn the hands on and turn them off. So. That's my take on switch hitting. Feel free to reach out to me directly if you have uh, any questions at rickstricklandbaseball.com or on my uh, Twitter account at swingrehab.com. Jim, it's always a pleasure being on your show. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Thank you. Great stuff, Rick. Uh, I actually didn't know you were a switch hitter, so that's good stuff. Um, you know, we all get a little smarter when we open our minds, uh, folks, and open our ears a little bit. And it's great to hear from Rick every week. And we thank the Blast Motion, the sensor product that Rick uses on, a, on an exclusive basis. It's great stuff. The, the information that I see when my son's swinging a bat that Rick knows how to decipher and, and teach with is, is amazing to me. It's just how far we've come and, and how exciting it is for the kids too. I, you know, m you know maybe, <laughs> maybe we do think about this sometimes too much. Maybe we do overcomplicate it. But, man, when a guy like Rick has his hands on a tool like that and what he can do for these kids and the excitement I see in them as they, they try to get better with their stuff, it just – it's great. I love it. It's why I do it. Um, it's why I, I, I love the fact that my kids do it. Um, you know, they have that enjoyment in their eyes and their minds. And ultimately, at the end of the day, that's what we're all here for. So uh, great stuff, as always. Appreciate the guys that do the segments each week. They, they definitely make me seem a little smarter. Uh, really enjoyed having Joe Allstadt on the, on the line this year. Had him last year. Thought he was tremendous. Uh, obviously very passionate about what he's doing. And then when I attended the clinic, I immediately became a believer. I won't miss another one, I assure you, uh, and I encourage you to do so as well. Again, I want to read that to you. It's www.i70clinic.com. Uh, follow them on Twitter. You can get some updates there, at i70clinic. 
Uh, I do encourage everybody strongly. I mean, what a what a list of guests. It's it's good stuff. Again, want to ask everybody to check out youthbaseballtalk.com. Uh, that is our website that houses the the podcast. You can listen to this one, and you know we still get tons of downloads each week on our old shows, which tells me that you know it makes us know that what we're doing is right because people find us. Uh, they hear an episode, they like it, they go listen to another one and another one and another one. You know, shows that we did two years ago, people are still listening to. So we do appreciate that, and that's where you can find them, youthbaseballtalk.com, at Podcast Baseball on Twitter, facebook.com slash youthbaseballtalk on Facebook. Again, I encourage all the emails, info at youthbaseballtalk.com. At the end, what I do ask you to do is subscribe to the show since it is free, and you can do that very simply by going to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or any major podcast outlet and just click that subscribe button because it is free. Um, easy way to do it is through youthbaseballtalk.com. We have the, the links right there for you to click on depending on your mobile service provider. And, of course, special thanks go out to lineupmedia.fm. Uh, the studios here are, are definitely much nicer than I deserve. It's a quality company that has great entertainment. Uh, if, if you're into podcasting, if you if you want your time well spent for your entertainment value, make sure you check them out, lineupmedia.fm. I guarantee you there's a show on their network uh, that you would enjoy. Can't thank them enough. Hey, it's Christmas time. Amazon, that's my shameless plug, right? Amazon, get to Amazon through our website, youthbaseballtalk.com. Do your shopping. I get a little referral. I appreciate it greatly. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything to do so. Uh, we have some people out there that have been pretty consistent with helping us with that. We do appreciate it. And, again, I can't do the show without the listeners, so thank you for uh, tuning in each week. Uh, for my producer, Brian, who I couldn't do the show without, I am your host, Jim Cromer, and I will see you next week. Tune in next week for another edition of Youth Baseball Talk. Subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to the show. Find us online at youthbaseballtalk.com, facebook.com slash youthbaseballtalk, or on Twitter at Podcast Baseball. Plus, check out all of our podcasts at lineupmedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.